0: Mm. I'm gonna take you one Welcome, welcome friend to this episode of The Business of Personal Brand Photography. My name is Paula Brennan, I am your host and I'm very excited to bring this special episode with you today. I have been a little bit of a fan of the CRM Studio Ninja for a while. If you're in any of my courses or you've done any of my training, you'll know that this is what I teach my photographers to do and this is what I believe is an amazing service and product. So I was really excited to be able to talk with Chris Garbage and he is himself a very passionate entrepreneur and he has created alongside of his business partner, Studio Ninja, which helps thousands of photographers from all over the world to be able to work less. Okay. The goal of this software is to help you to make more and to really supercharge your photography business. So I was really excited to get to talk to him about how Studio Ninja came about, what it can do for you guys, and also he shares some really uh, amazing, beautiful stories of people who are users of the product and what it's done for their lives. So I think it's a really valuable chat to listen to, and I'm really excited to bring this one to you. So welcome, Chris.
1: Thanks so much for having me. Uh, I know we've had to reschedule a couple of times. That was totally my fault, so apologies in advance. But uh, I'm glad we finally made it work. I'm looking Look, forward I'm to it. I'm
0: a strong believer that everything always happens exactly when it needs to. So we're meant to be here today. It's, we needed we needed the time.
1: <laughs> and we're both parents and juggling children. So things come up, as you know, and there's snotty noses and whatever else. So um, you're right. Today's the day. So I'm excited. Thanks for absolutely, having
0: me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess the first thing I'm going to ask you is how on earth did Studio Ninja come about?
1: Uh, it's an interesting story. Um. So, how far do I go back? So, basically, I've been shooting weddings for about 18 years now and the whole time, I mean, I started when I was 22. So, um, like working for different studios back then, that was a thing. There were bigger studios around. So, I kind of did my apprenticeship through uh, other studios, which was cool. And then I started my own business and I kind of I don't know if it's a personality thing or just forward thinking. I, I knew I didn't want to be shooting weddings forever. I loved weddings, but I just knew, you know, at 50 or 60 or 70 years old, I don't really want to be shooting weddings. Um, so deep down, I always had this like inkling to to start a side hustle or some other sort of business or a second income stream or whatever it may be. So over the last 18 years, um, I... I guess you could say trialed or started businesses that ended up not, not quite working. For example, a photo booth business, a co sharing uh, office, creative office space business, um, an online directory for um, a disability space, also a hens party directory, also an online photo sales, sports sales business, as well as a topless waitering business for hens parties. Um to my own. I am just stuff. listening to all of this. Like, like like it's just like trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, trying to figure out. Um, you know, some of them did okay, or um, and I just kind of moved on. Some once they got up and running, I realized, oh, this isn't really for me. So luckily, along the way, I don't know why, I just never it never occurred to me that it was a failure. It's like I I set it up, I learned some stuff, and I've moved on. So I never thought oh man, like I'm going to go put my head in the sand and, and and be upset for a year because this thing didn't work out. It was literally, I was over it within like an hour and then it's on to either back to shooting weddings or onto the next thing. Um, and the whole time I'm sort of, you know, reading about online business, listening to podcasts about business and marketing and whatever else. And I don't know, when you when you sort of, in that zone and just absorbing all this information from different places. It's really like the ideas just come to you. So funnily enough, one day I was driving to the bride's house at a, a wedding that I was shooting. And I was listening to a podcast about how to start a software company. And I'm like, huh, I've never thought about starting a software company before. It hasn't been on my radar. Maybe this is something that I could do. And um not really having any idea what it takes to run a software company. But um, the podcast was great. It gave me a few ideas. And um, as I continued driving, I thought, huh, maybe I can actually build something for the photography space. Maybe it's a like a client management or like a photography business app, which helps photographers to run their business. And I know because I was currently using uh, one at the time that I wasn't quite happy with. And I'm like, huh, the one I'm using at the moment is really, really powerful. But there's a lot of things that scare me about it. And like I log in and it's overwhelming. and. So I just started flowing of like, maybe I can create a better solution for something that I'm currently using. And I got really excited throughout the whole day. Um, I finished the wedding, came home, slept, got up at like five in the morning and I started mocking up some designs. I mocked up a landing page, uh, a website for it. And worked a couple of days to kind of put some stuff together. And then I went to a whole bunch of Facebook groups that I was a part of and said, hey guys, I'm going to build this amazing thing. It's going to be so amazing. I'm really excited. And it's going to do all these crazy things and going to change the world. And I'm looking for people to uh, give me some money now. I know it's just an idea, but uh, I'm looking for some early adopters. Um, If you give me an annual subscription, I'll give you half price for life. And a hundred people signed up. Yeah, a hundred people signed up. And then it really occurred to me that Like, holy shit, beep, but like I need to build this thing now. Like I'm kind of at the stage where I've sold this idea and I'm really excited by it, but now it's like now it's real because well, one thing it really validated the idea, which is really good. Like it's it's really healthy for a startup to have their idea validated, especially if someone's willing to pay you money for it, right? Yeah. On concept
0: too. So not to actually even have really Like to have any proof in the pudding, it's from a conceptual point of view, that's amazing to get people to put their money down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, And then Ewan, the other co-founder, he was renting an office space in our creative office space uh, sharing space. And um, we got along really well. And one day we had lunch and I told him about the idea that was brewing and uh, he really loved it. Um, the next day, he sent me an email saying, Hey, Chris, I'd love to be your business partner. I feel I would bring a lot to the table, skills that I don't have, that he has, and vice versa. And we became business partners from that point onwards, which is cool.
0: So, when was that? Just and give me a we... timeline because I'm really keen to understand how long that's, how long you guys have been going.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, this is around June 2015. So, yeah, right. the wedding was around then, maybe late May, early June. Had the idea, started mocking it up, probably took me, two or three weeks to basically get a hundred people to sign up. And at that point it got real. And then Ewan came on board, probably like around July. We hired our development team. Uh, so Ewan, it's great. Cause Ewan is um, a really, really experienced UX designer. So his background is in design, uh, especially around user experience. And my background's obviously photography. So it's actually, we're interesting combination of founders because Um, some of our competitors for example the founders are developers so they're very very smart they're intelligent they're clever and they know how to code as a result sometimes that thinking can make very very powerful software but as a result can be quite complicated and like they've just designed it designed it in a way with maybe without the ux background so uh, the software does the thing, but to make it do the thing, it, it might require quite a lot of steps or it's it's not as uh, intuitive as ours, for example. Um, yeah, I have
0: to agree with that because I've, like, I've been through probably some of the iterations of the software that you're talking about. I've jumped from CRM to CRM. And uh, what I love is I feel like I'm being navigated through by a little funky person. It's like that the software itself has a personality, <laughs> Isn't it? Little, and it's like guiding messages you through. The, yeah, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all of it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we've been a good team. Uh, the developers have been great. And so this is July-ish. So we got to work. Some little things like we, we launched in November 2015 to the first 100 people. And it was glitchy and buggy and had all these problems. So we're like, well, okay, uh, we're going to hold off for a little bit longer. We're really sorry. If you guys don't mind just waiting a bit longer, we're going to keep at it. And everyone was cool with that and then we officially launched in february um to these hundred people and the public and again me being naive chris i thought what would happen is i'm going to put it out there and a million people are going to subscribe and i'm going to go to bali and retire and um kick back on a beach and chill and you know, we did a bunch of marketing and a, and a launch and one person subscribed in February of 2016. So we became that person's friend, learnt about their needs. We kept kept building. And then in March, three people subscribed, three new people kept working. And then the next month, like eight and then 15 and then 20-something, 30-something, 50-something. Uh, we kept just being in constant contact with with these users With these customers and I mean in in the early stages, I kind of knew what the software needed to do and and how what features it should have. So it was a lot me and you and um while also talking to these photographers about their needs, but I kind of I had a grasp of what was still missing. Um but over time, interestingly enough, as you get, you know, a hundred, a thousand, thousand customers, we get some really feedback of now things obviously that I hadn't thought of. Like I know what feature we should build, but we're getting I mean, now feature development is way more intense. Where we do user testing, there's a lot of inter- iterations of a feature before it goes live. Um, whereas before, it would just be like design, go, design, <laughs> like, 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 like live, right? Well, it's probably um, less
0: embarrassing to make mistakes in front of two hundred people as opposed to having like lots and thousands and thousands of users. So I can completely understand why yeah, you need yeah. to do more rigorous testing now that you're in the more mature phases of the business. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and look like like they say, you know, businesses a lot of businesses fail. There was so many times in the early stages where I was ready to walk away, like it was getting too hard, we we're running out of money. I was scared to let my friends down um by continuing to take their money and, and and potentially stuff up this product. Um, you know, we had some pretty this no longer happens by the way, whoever's listening, but back in the early days like you know, we had bugs where um, our customers' calendars got mixed up. So I'm getting, so I'm at a wedding, and I'm getting hundreds of phone calls from our users saying, "Why is my calendar showing some like a couple that isn't actually my couple?" And things got modelled up, or um, you know, servers went down on a weekend when everyone was out shooting, and it was there was these moments where like, God, why am I doing this? Like, we're we're broke. We've got no money. I'm putting up with all this pain, and it's just like borderline, like impossible, but you just, you know, we sincerely just kept apologizing. We made a mistake. We're really sorry. Stick with us, please. We're going to get through it. We fixed it. We fixed it. We fixed it. And just hung on and um, got some personal loans and refinanced some stuff and and kept going and going. And, and yeah, now we've got, you know, tens of thousands of users in 72 countries around the world, eight years later. And um We've come a long way, so God. Well, looking congratulations! Back on that story, and- <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> congratulations, and thank you so much from like the user's point of view. I guess for staying the course, um, because I think that you know all small businesses can understand this. But I guess when you're dealing with other people's businesses and you've got that level of responsibility, but listening to you talk there, I have to say that this is kind of why I've chosen to recommend you guys to all of my students, and if I'm allowed to say this. I say, I've said this to a few people. I said, before I knew anything really about you guys personally, I said, it feels like they're listening to people and they're really scrappy about getting things done. And I don't know if like, listening to what you're saying there, like when I say scrappy, I mean like you actually get down into the ground and get things done. Whereas a lot of software that I've used, I feel like there's Nobody at the end that will actually take action. Do you know, you feel like you're sort of talking at the wall. Whereas with you guys, every single person that I've known who's used it has said, they're listening. They they've, I've sent them something and they've told me that that's in the pipeline and that it's coming. And it's not that you say it's coming, you actually get it done. So like, like, I think that's fantastic. And I have to say, to be honest with you, when I go in and I look inside of it, it really does feel like a platform that was created with me in mind, because there's no stuff in there that us photographers don't need, which is what I love the most about it. And I guess, obviously, you've never sort of thought about like diverting or trying to take on other creative areas or anything. You're staying in the lane for photographers.
1: Look, naturally uh we now have celebrants djs florists car rental companies i mean the wedding the wedding world we've got a few other suppliers like i just mentioned but generally that's kind of where it's staying because our workflow is similar so naturally they've gravitated to us and it works very well for them too but that being said you know we're a photography app at heart and that's the way we're going to stay we've made some um small improvements to make it uh, more customizable for, for example, a celebrant, um, but essentially our roadmap and everything is is for photography and video, essentially. Um, yeah. And we'll we'll stay that way. So.
0: Yeah, it's great because I've got a few uh, other pieces of software that I've used, like let's say like a mail software that suddenly like is doing websites and stuff, so, and I feel like their attention gets a little bit diverted. So I love the fact that you really understand who your niche is and you're just looking at better ways to listen in and serve. Them, I guess like that's yeah really yeah that that whole idea of listening to the users I think some companies as they grow can f- sort of lose that element whereas I feel like you guys just you know it's it feels like it's part of the core of the business is that correct in the way that I'm sort of feeling that
1: yeah and it's I'm not sure if that's me just not being smart enough to figure out how to <laughs> to make it for other companies but I, I know this industry very well and I love the photography market i love the photog- i love photographers they they they're awesome people you know i'm not i wasn't born for a boardroom and and a corporate world like i just i just love this photography world and and everyone that i've met in this world is i uh, just really amazing people who are helpful and 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 generally like drama free right and i just i just love it like i i can talk the way i talk and it resonates with my customers and i think my personality somewhat come across into the software with the funny success messages and the the error messages and like little little bits and bobs throughout the software. Um, you know, even when I was trading our um, support team, like originally I was doing it for a couple of years, you know, and then it got to a point where it's like Christmas Day and I'm supporting people and it's New Year's Eve and I'm supporting people instead of spending time with the family, right? So mm-hmm. eventually some things had to change. And as we started hiring support people, I didn't want to take away from their personality. I just wanted to make sure that it was really important that they would speak to our customers like they're their friend. So if you're, for example, um, I remember reading this. If you're on a train and someone spills a coffee on you, they're not going to turn to you and say, um, sorry for the inconvenience. I'll get back to you with a solution, whatever. Like that just doesn't make any sense. You would say, oh my freaking God, I'm so sorry. I'm really, really, really sorry. Like, let me help you fix it, right? So... I mean, that it's just like the language we use or that I've taught our customer service team to just just talk to people like that. You're you you're having a beer at a bar, you know, just just shooting the shit with friends, and that's how we communicate with our customers. And again, it's resonated really well. Uh, if someone's having a problem, things happen, but you know, we we talk to them like a normal human being without any corporate language. It's just, you know, let, let's let's figure out how to fix this. And we do. And um and that's kind of almost throughout the whole company, actually.
0: Yeah, and I guess I think. I guess like that understanding and really knowing who your audience is kind of leans into the way that, the the platform actually looks because it's doesn't have it's got a very, I would say like a very Mac friendly, pretty kind of aesthetic, as opposed to that kind of like PC brained, you know, that what you're talking about before, like created by software engineers that that just like they're, they're good with functionality, but they don't know how to make things look pretty for people like us who are creative and we're visual learners and we're visual people. So I'm loving the fact that it's kind of laid out, you know, in a way that I find it very intuitive, I guess. You know, it's like it kind of makes sense and it's not too hard. I literally this morning just ran like an hour and a half class on helping people to set up a complete automation for a mini personal brand system in their business. And I was like, look, guys, this isn't the sexy stuff. But at every step of the way, I kept stopping and saying, is everybody with me? And they're like, yeah, this is so easy. This is cool. Thanks for walking us through. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't need to be difficult to set this stuff up, but you've just got to, you know, you've got to understand it. And I think, you know, when you've got a guide, which you guys have got so many good training videos and stuff as well to run people through, I think it makes all the difference because, for those people who might be listening, and I mean, how many? How far are we in now? We're like 20 minutes into this um, episode. But if somebody doesn't understand what a photography CRM is, can you give us like the basic crux? Because I know you and I have both come from the days where we used to have to run spreadsheets, right, to organize our businesses. So what does this do for them? Let's give them a quick overview.
1: Yep. Uh, it's actually quite funny because, yes, I, it was Google Calendar and spreadsheets back in the day. And just a really, really quick side story. Probably like most people that eventually get a CRM, this this probably one of these many things probably started happening. Where almost all of them happened to me, where um, you know I, w- I was struggling to get back to leads. I was I wasn't um, like payment reminders was such a mission. Like every wedding that I was shooting or any shoot I had, there was um, you know one invoice with four payment reminders. So over that times fifty, there's two hundred reminders that I'd have to go out every every year and i would have them all in my calendar like you know remind jenny and matt they owe x amount of money and even then i would have to like manually email them and i'd be i'd be feeling guilty about it like oh hey jenny and matt um i'm really sorry to bother you um uh it it seems that you have a payment coming up pretty soon um do you mind paying and it was just a headache and then if they didn't pay like i had no way of like i would just forget about it so there was a couple of times where i'd photographed a wedding and like a month later, I would get a phone call. Hey, Chris, do you still want us to pay you? I think there's two outstanding payments. I'm like, oh, my oh God. Oh, my God, I
0: had the exact same thing, except I had a folder with all of the wedding sheets in it and every single Monday I would spend that entire day going through and going, where is this wedding at? When's their pre- When do I need to email them about a pre-shoot? When is it three months out and that email needs to yes. go out? When does that reminder need to go out? Do I need to send them this and this? And it was just this folder with a checklist for every single wedding and I think about it now and I go, ah, what a nightmare. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Exactly. So all those things you just mentioned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So all these things I'm talking about, like getting contracts signed. Back in the way, way back in the day, I used to still post out uh in the snail mail a contract and wait for them to sign it and send it back to me. And that turned to like uh emailing PDFs, which they had to print, sign, take a photo of, or scan, and then send it back to me. Like all this stuff is such a headache, especially when you're multiplying it over, you know, X amount of jobs and you're just forgetting stuff all the time. So Essentially, the answer is the CRM fixes all that for you. It's it's basically this app or a web app, a software which will manage like all of your clients, all of your shoots, all of your invoicing, quoting, your contracts, any questionnaires that you need to do. It'll track all your emails. You can make notes inside of it as well as uh, it automates a lot of the processes for you. So uh, my payment reminder days, like that, almost. I remember when we were building that inside Ninja. And we 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 finished it, I don't know this is like six years ago now, and launched it. And I thought, oh my God, like this one little micro feature, that alone is gonna save me so much time. Um that I never ever have to follow up with invoice payments ever again. Yeah. Um so like yeah, the automation of the of the payment reminders, uh, the ability to let your clients pick and choose whatever packages they want, um, even like automation through emails, like. Uh, I don't know the personal branding space that well, so I'm going to probably reference weddings a bit more as we same talk. Same process, but...
0: just a shorter lead time. You know, you you normally message your clients three months out. You do this like a week out, so it's very similar. Yeah,
1: but the concept is the same. So if you if your audience thinks about um, any time, because like you probably say over ten or fifty jobs or whatever, you you're pretty much sending the same communication. To every single client if it's the same type of shoot right so it's a headshot or whatever it might be like you, you're pretty much going to send the thanks for booking email and then the hey uh jenny your photo shoot's coming up next week here's what to prepare or whatever emails you would normally send you're mm-hmm. most likely um sending the same exact thing to the same for every single shoot that you do so simply having that automated is just i mean it does a few things one it's off your plate so you never need to worry about ever sending that initial email to get the conversation going ever again. It's, it just frees up your brain power to do other things. And another thing you can do, it might be more in the wedding world, but maybe in your world too. Like for example, say there's three emails that you have to send to every client. For example, a thanks for booking, a you shoot coming up next week, and maybe an email after the shoot saying, hey, that was so awesome. You look great. I'm just going to retouch the photos and I'll have them to you in a few days, whatever. Some sort of like post-shoot email. So that's probably you could consider like your standard emails that you have to send to everyone to get them through the job. Mm. But the thing is, if you make a workflow that does those things for you, it might take you half an hour to build that out or 10 minutes or whatever. Um, Once you have that, you can potentially think about other ways of providing value for your clients. Because you don't have to email these things, you know, 50 times for 50 different jobs. You just have to create it one time and then it automatically goes out for every single job forever into the Mm. future. So you do the work once and then it just frees up your brain, brain space and you physically having to do it forever, right? So maybe three emails is okay. Maybe it's the bare minimum. I'm not sure. But maybe there's... An opportunity to um add more value like you could send an email um sending them i don't know for example uh inspiration or a link to your website which teaches them something or in the wedding world a list of preferred suppliers to um you know save the bride and groom time having to go to google and find other suppliers like you know these are people i've worked with before they're amazing hopefully this saves you some time here's my list So any other ways that that you can provide value to your clients who have never been through the experience before, um, you know, um, after the shoot, hey, I hope you really enjoyed the shoot and I hope you love your photos, please leave me a review on Google. Like that can just be an automatic email that goes out to every single client that you never ever have to write ever again. So just... yeah, it's a long-winded version answer to your short question no. no, but, uh,
0: no. I mean what I can think do all about all of this is that as well as as well as you creating a time-saving mechanism for yourself, I mean that's an obvious one with all of those automations, but I also think that you're serving your clients better because every client's getting a consistent experience. Cuz I know first for myself sometimes in life, you know, you're you're a parent, I'm a parent, sometimes life gets in the way and you know I, something for me can make my business effectively go on hold for a week. Now, a week lag in a delivery of an important, integral part of somebody's journey is a real, like you know, it's doing their clients a disservice. So I feel like you know, and I I talk a lot about creating high end experiences that are consistent and repeatable, and this is the base strategy of mine is email communication that meets them. Just ahead of when they might kind of think to ask you that question, it's like, okay, when does that problem usually crop up? When do I get asked that question a lot? Stick an email in that, or a support, or a resource, or something like that that just fills that gap, supports the client, and stops you having to go back and forward on emails or phone calls with the client as well, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. That's a great point. So if you have, again, for example, your standard three emails that you send but you find that your clients are often sending you an email first, asking a question. Hey, what's the answer to whatever, whatever that question might be. If it happens enough times, you're like, okay, well, it seems like every client needs to know the answer to this question. Why don't I preempt it and send an auto email, you know, roughly around that time or a few days or a week before. And most likely it's going to land in the client's inbox. Oh my God, I was just thinking about that. Like that's just so handy that you've sent it to me now. And now And now I don't have to ask you and we don't have to go back and forth and it's going to save everyone time. And it just improves, like you said, the client experience.
0: Like I had a client that was on the phone with me the other day and she was like, literally every single time I was in the shower and I thought I need to send Paula an email, she'd go into her inbox and there'd be something there from from me. She'd go, you were just one step ahead of the game at every stage. And I'm like, yes, I've been creating that for a while. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. just happen out of, you know, but I think this is the thing is that if particularly if you're someone that's got within, like, you know, you've probably got like 12 months under your belt of any particular genre that you're shooting, this can be put into place in, no matter what... What it is. So I've had, you know, my portraits, my weddings, my babies, my couples that just came in, my families. I've had different sort of workflows and different emails to meet all of them. And as you say, like literally, it only takes about half an hour, to forty-five minutes to, to to set up a six-email spread, and you never have to touch it again. So yeah, I love it, and I love how you guys have broken down the workflow too. So there's three phases that you guys have kind of identified, I guess, which is that sort of lead phase then when they've booked to the photo shoot and then you've got the post-production phase, which I think is a really great way of breaking it up because then you can sort of focus in and zone in on each part of that journey, right, for the client and make sure that that you're looking after them at every step of the way.
1: Yeah, essentially it's just a list of, you know, 100% of them, but we decided to break it up that way just so it's visually easier to understand from the photographer's point of view. Mm. And so, let, let's break this so pretty difficult task into three steps what do I normally do during the lead stage? Okay, I normally do this, bang, 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 done. It kind of just makes it, I guess, easier for the photographer to kind of work through it essentially. Yeah. It was the main reason for that.
0: Yeah, no, I think it I think it works through. I, again, I think it's great for photographers to compartmentalize. And it's funny as I'm teaching it, you know, today I started in the midsection and then next week when we go into marketing, I'll go into the lead phase and have like the nurture sequence when I've got new leads and stuff like that. So it's made it really great for me to teach too. So thank you.
1: <laughs> oh, just a really quick side story on the automation stuff. Um, I had this interesting story from a celebrant who was using Ninja and, she was thinking about like what what part of her business that she hate doing the most. And in her case, it was doing the rehearsal. Like she just really didn't enjoy doing the rehearsal because it just took a lot of time. Like, um, you know, she might have had to drive an hour to this venue to meet the couple and bridal party, do like this 20-minute rehearsal, um, which is really quite simple, um, and then drive all the way home. And she would include it in her packages. And she's like, damn, I really want to stop doing that. So we were, we were talking and I thought, well, with a little bit of effort, we could avoid this. So, you know, she was the preferred supplier for three main venues. So what she did was um, one of her friends was a videographer. So she asked the next rehearsal that she was doing. She said, do you mind if I record this rehearsal? And the couple was like, cool, no worries. No 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 dramas. So the videographer came along and recorded her doing the rehearsal and um, which then she obviously uploaded online and it was on her website and pretty much just before the point when the couple is ready to start booking their rehearsal she would send an automatic email saying hey um this is when we would normally do the rehearsal but i've actually got a video of me teaching another couple how to do it at the venue that you're getting married check out this link watch the video and then if you still want to do the rehearsal let me know and then like never like no more rehearsals ever onwards.
0: Yeah, I did the same thing back in my portrait days. So when I used to have like a portrait studio and it was all women coming and, you know, I'd have like maybe a mom and her two daughters or, a, you know, four sisters and grandma or something like that. So I did the same thing because I was getting sick of having to do the consultations where they would bring in all their clothes and stuff. So I actually sat down in my studio and I recorded a video that was exactly the consultation presentation. I was like going through all the different outfit types. And I even pulled up some things that we had in the studio. Studio and I'd say, you can wear this tutu if you like, and you can do this and da da da, da. And this is what the studio like looks like. Here's how you walk in the front door. <laughs> do you know? Like I cut it up and did everything. And then um I gave them the option in the email. So it said, if you do want to book a consultation, click here. If you don't, I've got a 10-minute video you can watch here. And it cut my consultations down by about 85%. But better than that, It actually meant that every single person that came to the photo shoot was fully prepared because Mm -hmm. once upon a time when I'd photographed four people, only one person would show up to the consult. So only one person was like, second informationing. Whereas this way I'd say, copy this link, send it to everybody who's coming to the thing and let them watch the video themselves. So I actually found that the way that people were coming to the shoot was much better. And I'm such a hugger. I like, like love to, you know, so I could go up and hug everybody now. And there was no, cause everyone's watched the video. They know who I am. They're like, Oh, yay, Paula, mm-hmm. we already know her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect. Good, good example. So yeah, I guess my point is it doesn't just have to be an order email. It could be any kind of education. It could be any kind of anything really. Um, and yeah, by having that workflow, you can really think deeply about what what else can I beef this up with to add more value to my clients or just make my life easier.
0: Yeah. And I guess here's the thing we're talking about making life easier. We've talked a little bit, I guess, from the mental load capacity, but I want to say for you, like, does it feel pretty good to know how much of a weight you're lifting off people in the industry's shoulders? Like, does that, like, does that keep you going? Mm. I guess when things, you know, maybe the, the days aren't as sunny or something. Is that sort of what kind of keeps you motivated?
1: It's fun. that's a good question. It's it's an interesting one. Uh, it, normally, me and you and I just like heads down working away, and sometimes we don't come up very often to like look around at what's happening. So. And then when you're in it, sometimes you just feel like you're buried in work and it's like, why am I even bothering? Like, this is so hard. It's, I mean, it's still pretty hard. Like there's still a lot of a lot, a lot of work that's involved to, to yeah. continue building the business, which we love. And you, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, I've, I've received some really nice testimonials. Um, you know, there's three that come to mind. One was of uh, a single mom who had children and she was just at a state where she was so unhappy because she was so like bogged down with admin that she felt like she was neglecting her children. Like her kids would be like, Hey mom, come play with me. But she's like, I can't, I've got to, I've got to do these emails. I've got to do these invoices, whatever. And she sent me a video holding her two children. And she's like, Chris, I'm so grateful for Ninja. Like it's, it's really freed up so much of my time. And as a result, I can hang out with these two kids, you know, way more now. And it's just like life-changing for me. And I'm watching this video that she just emailed me out of the blue. Like, Oh, that's just like such a, good outcome like uh, i i don't often really realize the detail that you know ninja is improving people's life but when i get stuff like that another one was another woman uh sent me a video as well um describing how pre-studio ninja like her marriage was falling apart and her family was being sort of similar story but she was like i had no time for my husband or my family i was just so busy and things were on the rocks and it was getting really bad and i was just prioritizing my business which i thought you know i had to do all these admin things and i was taking up so much of my time at home and the marriage wasn't going very well and then it's, again similar result i started using ninja it's freed up you know the automation and just made me more organized and freed up so much of my time and it's you know my marriage with my husband's never been better I'm like that's awesome that's just so they're kind of extreme stories but um
0: like I'm sure it applies to a
1: lot of people.
0: It's resonating with me because I mean, I said I'm a single mom. My marriage did break down, and I do think that a lot of it—not there was—it's a, a two-way street. But I do think a lot of it's to do with the fact that when you run your own business, you are carrying that mental load, and it means that you're not, even though you might not be doing the task, a lot of the time your head can be diverted into what you need to be doing. And on a Sunday, you're sitting there, as you were saying, like on Christmas Day for you, you were doing stuff, but suddenly you're thinking about something, and you. you it just mm-hmm. starts to get all consuming. You're like, I've got to get this done. I've got to get this done. And if you're not near your computer, you can start stressing out. And, you know, there's obviously cleverer ways that you could manage that. But when you're in that overwhelm phase, especially in the seasonal overwhelm that I think can, can happen in like particularly with weddings, particularly with portraits where there's definite seasons where you're trying to make as much money as you can to be able to just have that freedom when you're not at work to actually be present with your family. Like, honestly, I think that's such a big gift. And if anybody out there is a Studio Ninja user and you have a story like this, can I please get you to message Chris? Because I think he needs to hear more of this. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're getting... Oh, my cup
1: is <laughs> full. Don't worry. <clears throat> but it is well, nice and it makes, me, it makes me feel great. Like it's sort of... You know, it's like, oh, this is this is really the, the result of what we've been building. So if it's if it's helping these people, then it's uh, an unexpected byproduct of what we're trying to do. You know, we're, we're trying to just create something that that runs your business, but the byproduct is it's doing all these other things, which was was not part of the plan or expected at the start. So it's it's really, really, really nice
0: yeah very cool hey i know that you guys released the um online booking system which i'm such a tech geek so that really excited me because i have multiple pieces of software and you know being able to can a timely or a calendly or something and and roll it into the software that was like epic and i Had a few of my students that actually were part of your beta testing part of of running through that, which I was very impressed about as well. Um, Do you have any other little things in the pipeline that are coming up that you might be able to whisper about?
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course. I mean, um, we're still actually working on the online booking system. So essentially, I guess me being a wedding photographer... I always had this pull in the, in the system to like in, in Ninja to kind of like, I want more wedding features. I want more wedding features. And we're like, we are be battling with me and Yuen. And our, you know, naturally we got more and more and more uh, uh, portrait photographers uh, using Ninja. I'm like, Oh, we need more wedding features. And then we just noticed like, I hey, really really need to start focusing on the portrait photographers. And this is where stage one of the online booking system came in where um You essentially just set it up, put a link on your website, and then any client can just click the link, choose one of your packages, choose a date, choose a time, pay for the whole thing, and you've suddenly got a booking in your system while you've been out either playing with your kids or drinking beers on the beach or whatever you want to do in your spare time. Um, That's really awesome. But there's still a few things missing um, in the online booking system, things like, the ability, which is what we're working on now, the ability to, um, for those of you that have a slightly bigger studio, the ability to have multiple bookings multiple shoots, per time yep. slot, mm. uh, the ability to add a payment schedule to a shoot. So you may want, if it's a bigger shoot, you could take a deposit now and a final balance later, and that will be automated. Um, some little invoicing things in there. We're also um, building out this ability to, this will be called probably... We're still trying to name it. We, like I was having lunch with you and yesterday. Like, what are we going to name this thing? Essentially, it's going to be a scheduler. So similar to the onbi- online booking system, but it's just used to schedule appointments or schedule shoot dates. So one example, I mean, most wedding photographers would find the appointment booking system quite useful. So um, any initial consult, album design appointment, pre-wedding meeting, uh, the workflow will automatically send a link to the scheduler. And then the client can just pick a day and time and that's the time for their meeting. And it's all automated. Confirmations go out. Really, really useful.
0: Okay. So that um, would be part of like the workflow attached to a job type. Is that what you're pro- projecting with that?
1: Uh, it can be sent. Yep. Yeah, it can be done that way. Uh, okay. A workflow. Kind of like the workflow automatically sending a contract or a questionnaire. It will send a link to the scheduler and the client would just pick a say pick a date for the appointment and that will automatically get slotted into the workflow as well as into the calendar. And yeah, then confirmations correct. will go both ways. Um, and as well as the appointment side, it can also s- schedule like main shoot dates. So this one might be useful for like um, maternity or new- newborn newborn photographers. So essentially you have an estimated birth date, right? But we don't, that's kind of, you know, one week or more either side. So one of the, pains that i hear from uh newborn photographers is it's just awkward to be following up and you know how often do i email blah, blah blah so now essentially you could have an automatic email or you can do it manually that say you know a week before the scheduled due date is, an email goes out saying hey hope you're going well i know you were so so close um here's a link to the scheduler where when you're ready you can basically just click this link and, and book in your shoot date So I think newborns are usually within the first couple of weeks or month or whatever. Um, So yeah, those clients will be able to basically choose their shoot date, um, which will solve that problem, which is pretty cool.
0: That's going to work really well for us as well, because I do scheduled shoots with my clients. So a lot of them are on a subscription style shoot schedule where they're kind of booking in every six months or something. So yeah, you can set one of those up for us branding photographers. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yep. Yep, so that's in the works. Um we've got some mildly boring stuff but important stuff for the overseas photographers. Um so here in Australia we have basically GST, one tax, one tax system. Uh unfortunately some countries overseas have very complicated multi-tax, state tax, federal tax, product tax, service tax. Um so we're just building out this multiple taxes uh, ability for a lot of our overseas photographers which will yep. help them um uh even For us here, actually, you'll be able to save two taxes, one GST inclusive, one GST exclusive. So if you're shooting commercial stuff, you would have GST exclusive and Mm -hmm. the GST will be added on top. You can do it now, but it's just a bit more fiddly. In the future, it's like one one click done. Um, So that's kind of a bit boring, but uh, useful. Other things are some smaller stuff like adding surcharges to credit card invoices. So if you're... If you receive, if you currently take credit card payments, uh, at the moment, we, the photographers, are paying the surcharge. Hmm. Soon there'll be an ability to pass that surcharge on to the client, which will help photographers save a bit of extra money
0: Thank you. Thank you. That's That's a a really great feature. It's a fantastic feature because I think it's just something. It's like, you know, a couple of percent coming out of your bottom line and it's not even coming out of your bottom line, out of your profit. It's actually coming out of everything. So, then your profit's less as well. So, you know, it ends up being 3 or 4% of your profit really effectively. So, yeah, no, that's fantastic.
1: Oh, this is exciting. Yeah, that one. Oh, there's so many. (laughs) Like, yeah, improved search stuff, notification stuff, kind of like how Facebook works. You've got your little notification thing where you click on it and it shows you all the latest stuff. So soon on the main menu, there'll be a little notification thing with a number next to it. And if you click on it, it'll say, you've received this email, you've had this contract signed, you've received that, this has gone out, blah, 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 kind of just like a a snapshot of all the activity since you last logged in. Um, The ability to tip. So again, more American, but um, if a client wants to leave you a tip, they'll be able to do that through the client portal soon.
0: Hey, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> I'll take it here yeah. in Australia if they want to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So <laughs> never ending. Um, what other big, big stuff? That's kind of, that's sort of on the radar right now, that sort of stuff. So, Fantastic.
0: So you mentioned that to me on before the call that you've got uh, some like mini education stuff coming up. Is, is Will we be able to pop a link into the, the show notes for that?
1: Yes. Is I'll it happening live afterwards. or is it
0: going to be re- replays?
1: Uh, both. So it'll be live starting next Thursday, which the date of that is, was that the 19th or something? 20th? Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's like a beginner right through to advanced. So it's really targeting the absolute um, beginner or non-user. So it's going to... I'm going to teach about the settings, which ones to set up, how to get started, which things to put in place, and then sort of go into the intermediate staff of... teaching what a lead is and how to convert it to a job and then sending quotes and pick and choose quotes and online booking system and then like advanced workflow functionality and automation stuff so it's kind of like essentially like a four-week course one video every week uh essentially at the end you should be able to run your business in like i don't know less than an hour a day so everything's kind of going out and from the admin admin side yeah. Um fantastic. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's great though, because I think what a lot of, um, I know a lot of my photographer friends and now my students have always suffered with over the last 15, 20 years is the admin gets in the way and then the marketing doesn't happen. Mm. You know, and it's like, and particularly even like with weddings where it's a strong referral base, you still need to be going out and meeting people and touching base with people and sort of Uh-oh. getting out there. And if you're sort of sitting on your computer and editing and then you've got to send out a pile of invoices and then you've got all these emails to send, it's it can make for a very unhealthy workplace <laughs> as well, can't it? So yeah, the fact that you can sort of cinch it down, I think is fantastic. So I wanna say a massive thank you to you for taking the time. I've held you long enough now, captive. Um, but is there anything that you were anywhere would you'd like to reach get people to reach out where can they find you
1: uh me personally uh you can hit me up on instagram if you like just my name chris underscore garbacks uh on insta for any hellos or testimonial videos uh if you've got any i'd love to see them um uh, but yeah anything uh for me personally uh chris at studioninja.com.co, sorry uh chris at studioninja.co uh, on email if you want to reach out or just check out studio ninja.com if you are interested in um, the software to help you automate all your boring ass business uh, admin stuff uh, we can definitely help you with that
0: and i love the fact that you are so available to people to ask you questions so i think that's fantastic well thanks again for coming along um, i'm so glad it was well worth the wait so i appreciate all that you've shared and uh, look forward to seeing what you guys create in the future.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having me.
0: So that's it for that chat with Chris. Now, if you guys want, I'm going to pop a link into the show notes below where you can actually get a 30-day free trial to give Studio Ninja a go. I highly recommend it if you're not using a a CRM or even if you're interested in maybe jumping ship. If you've heard what Chris has been talking about and you want to give it a go, there is a link in the show notes so that you can go and give Studio Ninja a trial. All right, my friends, I'll see you next week.